Well, good morning. Hey, did I get you with the thumbnail? <laughs> it's Monday. If you didn't know that, it's Monday. Hopefully you were blessed yesterday and you were charged up to, to carry on this week. Uh, maybe you're homeschooling your kids or, or trying to be a teacher or trying to remote in, or maybe you're just uh, waiting for restrictions to be released so that you can get back to whatever normal is going to look like. But it is Monday. April 27th. And so we're going to spend some time in God's words and read the portals of prayer. So I'm glad you joined us today. I I hope that you had a great Sunday and and so far your Monday is going well. So Monday, April 27th, uh, John chapter 20, verses 19 through 21. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather this man said that I am the king of the Jews. And of course we know that Pilate said, What I have written, I have written. Psalm 86 verses 11 through 17. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth, unite my heart to fear your name. And remember, fear there is not like, oh, I'm scared. It's a reverence. It's a respect. It's I revere your name because you're so great. So just keep that in mind when you read that. Um, there is that aspect of fear because, you know, God is all powerful. But because we have a loving relationship with him because of the, the gift that Jesus Christ has given us, we just love him and respect him and we're awe in awe of him. I give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever, for great is your steadfast love toward me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, insolent men have risen up against me. A band of ruthless men seeks my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor that those who hate me may see and be put to shame because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Peace. The peace that passes understanding. Have you heard that phrase before? I've heard it since I was a child and it became part of my vocabulary before I understood the phrase myself. Then I needed it. I don't remember the first occasion, but as I prayed, the phrase came to mind. Yes, that's exactly what was needed. Something terrible, truly awful had happened. People were hurting and confused and lost. There was no comprehending the why or the how or anything else related to the tragedy at hand. So what could we ask for? The peace that passes understanding. For today among his own, Christ appeared, bestowing his deep peace, which evermore passes human knowing. I can't imagine how Jesus' disciples felt when he died, but I can guess that they were hurt and confused and lost. Peace is exactly what they needed, and Jesus gave it to them. He appeared to them, assured them that he was alive, and gave them peace. Peace that can stare death in the face and know without a doubt that Jesus has overcome it all. Until Jesus returns, we will suffer pain, confusion, and loss. But through it all, the Holy Spirit assures us with a peace that sees beyond today and toward a peace of a new day, the peace that will never end. Prince of Peace, 
sustain us in you. Amen. And I think that phrase, uh, peace that passes understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is from Philippians. You know, why don't I just turn there so I say it correctly, but it's something that Philippians chapter 4, that I would encourage you to maybe to, to write this down on a card and put it around your house um, so that you see this, this word because uh, from the Lord to you, because it's a great word, if I could ever find it. Um, I know it's here. <laughs> You'd think I, all these years I would know these things. But Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Give thanks in everything. Anyway, you look it up. Philippians chapter 4. May you enjoy uh, Jesus and go and share life. Thank you.